Uh, welcome back to Gankers Podcast, a show about gaming and ganking. We're not experts, but a few of us think they are. No shame in that, but thank you for joining us for our second episode. Today, we want to focus on a little bit about TBC getting prepared. I'm totally non-knowledgeable on that because WoW is classic is my first experience, but some of us know more than others, which is great. And after that, we are going to jump into another segment about classes that we want to see in WoW, whether it be in classic TBC, just kind of envisioning some kind of cool things we decided to talk about. So let's get started. Around the room, quick guys, let's say, uh, you know, typical, who's here? Let's all give a little shout out. Uh, yeah, hi guys, this is Viewing. Uh, I just want to point out that I also have no knowledge of TBC. I played uh, f- up to level 66 as a, uh, I believe as a Holy Paladin back in, uh, back in what, what 2006? So. Well, I'm yeah. Brath. Uh, I have a little bit uh, more experience, I guess, with the whole TBC thing. I did uh, go all the way through from beginning to end of Sunwell. And then on into Wrath, and uh, you know, I, I can't, I can't stress how excited I am about this. This is going to be uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, Plantera here. I've uh, played a bit of TBC, nothing end game though. Just leveling a few people through on the way to Wrath and Beyond. Hey, it's Darth here. I haven't played much TBC, a little bit of PvP. That's about it. Didn't do much raiding, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to, you know, hear a little bit about this and figure it all out. Yeah. Sweet. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's you know, episode two, so everybody's still getting to know us, so introductions are still appropriate at this point. But So we've been in Classic for like a year, and I, for me, I, 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 this is like my first thing. So I have a pretty good knowledge about like what classes, uh, Classic's all about and whatnot, but, um, and there may be some more people listening like me. So what's, like, what's the, I guess, the biggest thing that's going to happen with the patch coming out in a few months? What was the biggest first change? So I guess the biggest first change that's going to come out is obviously it's going to be the introduction of classes. Uh, you get XP shaman for uh, huh? I didn't hear what you'll you get said. XP. You'll get XP. You'll get <laughs> XP, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The biggest thing is yeah, you can get some XP. No, but uh, so the shaman class coming out for the alliance, and then of course the paladins getting uh, or the uh, horde getting the paladins is going to be the first big change that we're going to see. Also with the introduction of the two new zones. Uh, the starting areas for, of course, the uh, Draenei, uh, and then, of course, for the Blood uh, blood Elves as well. So those two things coming out is going to be big. We're probably going to see an influx of uh, those zones being uh, very popular, uh, <laughs> especially for uh, the pre-patch, and then probably for some time, at least probably for a month into the... Uh, into the uh, Burning Crusade. We're going to see those zones like flooded with either new people trying to play or, uh, you know, older players getting in those shamans uh which are going to be very much needed for the upcoming raids so uh, a lot of that to look forward to especially with uh you know uh us getting the uh, whole uh heroism bloodlust thing coming out too yeah i can't wait to go gang some uh horde uh it's gonna be great well i mean it's gonna be kind of like what i mean i wasn't really here for i guess Whatever, what what phase did I join in? If I joined in December two, I think, buddy. I think yeah, you're, you're right in two. two. You're right in the the heartbeat of classic man. Holy god! So yeah, we're uh, gonna see some probably some world PvP again. Seriously, right? For all the leveling shamans and oh, paladins. Yeah. 
So, yeah, obviously, you know, uh, including even whenever we first step into Outland, right? So when players are first going to be stepping into Outland, they can step in there, I think, as early as like 56 or something. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. It's either 56 or 58, maybe even early as 55. Yeah, I think it's 58. I thought it was 58. uh, Okay, maybe. Um, Maybe It may may change change later in retail, I think. But so you have to be level 58. So even level 58s are going to be able to feel the sting of the world. Uh, world PvP if you're on a PvP server, of course. So, the, I mean, even right out the gate, the uh, Horde and the Alliance uh, uh, cities are literally right across from each other. Uh, many of the very first quests takes you into enemy lines. So to say that you won't see any Horde or you won't see any Alliance, is, is, you're going to be gravely mistaken. And a lot of these same quests are, are going to be fought over some of the same uh, mobs. So, you know, and it's going to come down to uh, who's got the bigger group sometime. <laughs> and there's uh, also, uh, just like we've seen with uh, the later stages of a classic with the uh, Eastern Plaguelands getting the uh, tower objectives. So that's going to be carried over into the very first um the very first land, uh, uh, Hellfire Peninsula, that we come across in the Burning Crusade, and that's that they're going to have the same capturable points like that for PvP, which will also give you a buff uh, right, while in the dungeons and while questing yes. in the zone as well. So that's going to be uh, an objective that's going to be fought over, because as it does uh, bring it into the dungeon, that include, I believe, maybe it does, maybe it does, I can't remember exactly, but it may transfer over to Magtheridon's Lair, which is also at the bottom of the Hellfire Citadel. It's one of the raids. Uh, it's, it's a pretty simple, uh, straightforward raid, but uh, we'll get into that much later. So, Layering is going to be a big factor on how our experience is coming in through the portal, if they're going to do that or not. Because other, if there's no layering, it's going to be an absolute ton of people trying to squeeze into one pretty small zone. Yeah, I have a feeling that initially they're going to actually... I think initially they're going to have layering. That's the only thing that makes sense to me, especially just trying to get into uh, the Outlands to begin with. I would assume, like, that first quest, when you get to, like, the uh, the Dark Portal, I would assume there's going to be some form of layering. I'm guessing so. I think that was one of the suggestions (laughs) they mentioned in uh, the hashtag some changes. Oh, if there's not, it's going to be an absolute... (laughs) It's going to suck. It's going to be a man. Yeah, it's going to be insane. But I'll tell you one thing, man. I want to be part of that. I want to see that experience it. It'd be insane. Yeah, I've only seen screenshots. Yeah, I mean, I love Classic and whatnot, but like I only saw screenshots of what Classic was like launching and also like videos on YouTube and whatnot. Like like people fucking lining up for quests. Like what's the... So we were playing hardcore recently and... Uh, on another server, by the way, super fun. I had way more fun than I was expecting. It was um, a five, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's awesome. But like, we went to that one quest, and we all had to like take turns picking up the item. I couldn't imagine like having a whole brand new launch day with like hundreds of people trying to do this one quest. Hundreds, like yeah. There's literally <laughs> like screenshots, my friend. <laughs> yeah, like screenshots of people like lined up outside the cave, like all these orcs just like waiting to grab the little pickaxe. Well, it's we like, play on a PvP server. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be way worse for us than it would be on a PvE server. Yeah. Just because there's going to be a lot of, sense. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, horde attacking alliance and vice versa. Probably a little yeah, bit of griefing going it. on, I would assume. You better Absolutely. believe it. Of course, man. Yeah. There's going to be people just out there specifically to do that, man. Just yep. to, 
and just I'm gonna fuck complain your day the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, there's a couple. There's only like what they would recommend, like a couple ways to level uh, come in um, in TBC, and one of that, and I think the best way, honestly, especially you know if you're trying to uh, get it done as quickly as possible, is to do a dungeon group. You know, where you just uh, you know you get the um, the five people together that you know can be on the most and you go through each and every one of the dungeons and you just dungeon grind all the way through you are earning rep and you are earning gold um you're doing some of the uh the dungeon quests as well obviously some of them you have to do a little bit of a chain before you get in there right but there are some that are available either right outside of the dungeon or inside of the dungeon as well uh so i mean you can get some of those done you do earn rep going through as well i mean obviously if you were doing the quest then did you know the quest in the zone and then the the dungeons it would be more beneficial as far as rep went but in the interest of if you're trying to do it quickly then you know you're not so much worried about it because you can always go back and rep grind later and everybody knows that once you're level 70 you know killing some of these things in the lower level zones is obviously so much easier and so much quicker for you so and then i mean it just depends on what your goal is you know if your goal is to be 70 quickly then that's the route you want to take if it's not if you want to you know enjoy the scenery look at some of the new zones uh my personal favorite is uh Negrand. it's a Agreed. big vast yep. open zone it's where People. hemet necessary makes his return all the elementals are in there right mm-hmm. think? all the yeah. elementals the throne of elements is out there yep uh so and it and it's also got another pvp zone right in the middle of it it's a it's a constant oh, yeah. pvp zone that sounds yes. like fun so Dude, there's uh yeah, a yeah it, it's a it's a great yeah. place and it's the, the mid back. mid you know mid to upper level 60s zone so about 65 to 68 is is that zone's level and it's and it's great uh so you know and all every zone is going to have a little bit of some kind of pvp aspect to it not necessarily always like a dedicated zone, but three of the five new zones or six, wait, one, two, maybe it's four out of six. <laughs> so four out of six <laughs> new zones are all going to have some kind of PVP ejected built into the map. Blades Edge Mountains has one. Nagrand has one or Nagrand, how you say it, has one. Uh, Hellfire Peninsula has one. And then Terracar right. Forest has one as well. So all of the, you know, four out of the six zones that are coming up are going to have a PvP ejective put in it. So, I mean, if, if you're one of the PvP enthusiasts, you know, P- TBC is definitely where uh, it picks up big time. And then the uh, also with the introduction of the arenas, uh, which I find was, a, catch you there, was, boys. A, was a, an amazing addition at the time until, well, in my opinion, until some people kind of you know, rigged it and it made it kind of bad, but, uh, you know, so baby, it was a great concept. You know what I'm saying? It's a great concept. And if, and if more, if, if, if they can find a way to kind of regulate the people kind of cheesing their way to the top, I think it would be even a better, uh, installation to the game than it is now. So, so like I said, I quit at level 66. So I only, I only, uh, got to like the first, uh, couple areas. Um, so obviously with, uh, vanilla, um, or classic, you know, currently we have, you know, the whole entirety of the Eastern Kingdom and Kalimdor. What, what's it going to look like PvP wise, like world PvP wise, knowing that uh, Outlands is much, much, much smaller? Is that going to become an it's issue? It's all contested. Or... Like everywhere you go, you if you're in a PvP server, it don't matter where you are, pretty much there's you can get ganked or whatever, right? So... Like 
once we hit the Outlands, do we ever come back to Kalimdor, Eastern Kingdom? Do we come back to the main mm-hmm. area, or is, are we basically oh, yeah. Outlands? Yeah. No. So with with the with TBC also, like I said, it introduces you know Draenei and 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 their starting zone, and then uh, their subsequent uh, like next zone or whatever. So they start on the Azure Mist Isles, and then they go to the Blood. Isles or something like that. I, I'm, I'm right. fuzzy on the something names, like that. but it's something like that. So they they start there, and then their second little zone is just like another like hop, skip, and a jump for them, right? So the same thing happens on the uh, horde side, where they have uh, the capital city or whatever, and they're the little surrounding Silvermoon City. Sorry, <laughs> for the Blood Elves, and then the surrounding land of the Ghostlands. Well, inside of the Ghostlands, there is another raid called Zul Amon that comes out during TBC. And that okay. is the uh, next troll raid that uh, basically is like, this, it's the ZG of uh, classic, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to have uh, several different bosses that are, you know, the uh, the tribe's gods. And then at the end, you have to fight yet another priest and, you know, another, uh, you know, of war chief. You know, troll war chief. So, and uh, it's a great little one, and and it has a lot of, uh, you know, has a lot of little cool little looking gear in there. You know, especially if you're interested in a lot of the cosmetics. Some of it's actually pretty good, depending on where you're at at the time. You know, as far as uh, raid progression, and then also you can get the, uh, you know, the heavily one or uh, you know, heavily sought after uh, ZG bear mount if you can do the run fast enough and save the prisoners before execution. So, and that's a, uh, that's one that I actually did. And uh, I think you get, you get a certain amount of time and if you can kill, you kill the bosses and it extends your time. So, but obviously you have to be able to get to them fast enough, kill them with enough time to extend your time to get to the next boss, kill the next boss, extend your time, so on and so forth. And you have to do that for four of the bosses. Let's see. Eagle bear, dragon hawk and lynx. Yeah. So four of the bosses you have to clear. In order to get that within the time frame, and uh, it's a uh, it, it's a challenge. No, you got to do it. Caverns of time come out around that. Is that that's TBC? that's uh, wrath? That's wrath. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're calling us wrath home and all that stuff. Yeah, I believe so. But here's here's a question though: who's who's going for the nether one, Drake? Oh, I'm who's sure. I'm sure everybody is. Who's doing not it? Me. I'm going for it, man. I never did before in TBC because I didn't really care about that kind of stuff. It's just not the way I played the game. Um, but, you know, going through classic and, and whatnot, now I'm just like, I got to I gotta do it, man. When I was in TBC and seeing everyone on those Netherwind Drakes, I was like, damn, I want that. But it's too much time uh, and dedication. <laughs> another one Drake just like a fireball looking mount? It's, um, mm, I don't know how I to explain know. it really. Like, um, <laughs> no clue. Uh, well, they they look like okay. So whenever we get into their, uh, you'll well, see them TBC, You'll see what <laughs> what Nether Drakes look like, especially they fly around in like Shadow Moon Valley and stuff like this. Right. It's basically a neon slick looking Drake, either an onyx color, black uh, color, okay. turquoise color, and they uh, they're highly sought after because they're you have to get all the way to Exalted with the nether wind in mm-hmm. order to get these mounts and the way to do that uh is to get find nether wind eggs and turn them in yep now naturally anybody can pick these eggs and they and you have to be able to uh whatever they're on a timer excuse me so they're on a timer to be picked and obviously that makes them you know 
a source of ganks and uh, PVP, you know, so it uh, it can get real (laughs) bad. Sometimes a lot of people, they'll, especially early on, they're going to want to, you know, everybody wants to be the first person to get one. So there are going to be a lot of competition, which means usually a lot of ganking. So yeah, so like 20k well spent kind of stuff. Got it. <laughs> yeah, hard. <laughs> I mean, if you probably. can pay for that kind of protection for that long, <laughs> like this is not like a this is not like you, you can get this done in a day. Like this is going right. to take you some time. Yeah, this is dedication. So, like oh, this yeah. is so it's not the scarab lord. Is what you're saying. Of, months of work. At least back then, it was months of work. Now, I mean, it was. You know, yeah, we know how to right. we know how to organize better nowadays and stuff like that. We know how to we know what we're looking for. We know where to find it now more so than we did uh back then so i don't i don't imagine like some of the speed people that like to get together and just do it all you know as fast as possible yeah it may only take them you know month at you know at best but for everybody else expect it to take you a couple months especially if you're you know by yourself trying to solo it don't expect to get an egg every day you know especially in Mm -hmm. the beginning because more than likely if you're solo you're just extra bait (laughs) you know you're just a free kill you know it's definitely something I want to take my time on and, and, and eventually do it. It's not something I'm obviously going to be fully dedicated to because there's there's just so much that TBC brings that I want to do as well. So it's kind of just like yeah. a side project for me, for sure. Yeah, to answer your question, uh, there's no way that I'm going to be doing that grind. It sounds just as bad as the AV grind, and that's not even a bad grind, and I didn't do that either. No, so. it's not like that. It's not like that. I'm just going to shapeshift into a bird. Oh yeah, plants done. He's oh, good to herb. go, go, go! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so today I was like paying attention half the time, and like trade chat, people are already trying to like sell items. So like today, somebody was trying to sell like a fire cloak or whatever, an AOE fire damage cloak in trade chat for Paladin boosting for TBC. It's gonna I think be a that's the one thing. we got, wasn't it? No, no, it's the one that's that drops the, same one? the world boss. The world boss one. Ah, uh, like, okay. It okay, just okay. has it just has like AOE damage. But that's besides the point. So people are already trying to push items for TBC, it looks like. And also our market looks like it's changing. Like things are getting cheaper because, you know, bots are dumping their inventory because it's like going to (laughs) be over soon. Uh, So like what, along with us, I know know mages get nerfed and we can explain that briefly. Somebody somebody can take that. Um, Rip rip Blizzard on being able to hit more than 10 mobs as, uh, as far as I know. I want to know is Blizzard is Blizzard going to be nerfed uh, come the pre patch or only Oof. after TBC is fully out? Because that's going to be a huge we factor on what I do with shaman. Yeah, I'm unsure on yep. that. We don't know. I mean, a lot of people are going to be wanting boosting, so they might they might be like, oh well, you know, people are boosting like crazy right now. Uh, we're we're dropping their pre patch. You know, everyone's going to want to level shamans um, on the alliance side and and paladins on the other side, right? So I mean, they might just go ahead and say, eh. You know we're gonna we're gonna just screw mages right now, so you guys have to actually go out and qu- qu- quest. Yeah. So uh, what I got from that announcement is that the pre patch you won't have access to what the outlands is what it's called. Yes. Yeah. Um, you won't have access to the outlands, and you won't be able to get past level sixty. You'll just be able to have access to shamans and vice versa for the horde for paladins. So you can start leveling that character. So it's assuming I'm assuming that they'll stop at sixty. If you start leveling them, yes, which means, which means mages won't have their new talent tree, which means blizzard shouldn't be nerfed. Oh, I agree. Theory, yeah. But um, yeah, that's a good theory. You know, yeah, I agree with that. Hopefully we just don't know. Yeah. But I, I will say that as a prop paladin, 
I will be a very yeah, good yeah, booster yeah. in TBC. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know. Is because consecrate affected? <laughs> consecrate scales with spell power. They don't. I don't think they. I don't think they fuck with uh, consecration. I think they don't screw with that one. Like they yeah, so it's it's not just Blizzard though. There's a there's a whole swath of AOE that they they nerf to have a limited amount of targets they can hit, but really? some are unaffected. I think Flame Strike still hits unlimited. Yeah, but it, it's case still. by case. Well, I mean, let's see. Hashtag I can changes. tell you, just please don't nerf Blizzard. Please do not nerf Blizzard until the pre-patch <laughs> is gonna done happen, man. I'm sorry. It's, I feel as like long it's as that's happen. the case, I can get a shaman leveled in like a week or two. Like, I'm not. Right. Too I, I don't. Mean, I'm yeah. not going for world first or anything crazy like that. But I would like to get my shaman to sixty before a uh, mage. Uh, before mages get nerfed. Well, so like I said, flame strike is unaffected, so you still could do cone of cold farm uh, kiting. With flame strike. Oh, the shatter flame strike uh, cone cold kite. Yeah, yeah, yeah that should that's still a good work, way to do it, even yep. if the AOE's nerfed. Yeah, it's actually yeah. the way I used to do it. Um, so a very nice way to farm. You'd have to teach me how to do that. Yeah, it would <laughs> change what farms you can it's and nice, can't man. do. Right, it's nice. I still prefer the you know the blizzard uh, AOE farm, but yeah. well, also depending on what you're doing. If they take out spell batching, then cone of cold kiting is going to be a lot easier. Ooh, what do you mean so, though? Because, like the the thing is with uh with the shatter um flame strike oh, on true, cold, true. right? So you what you do is you you know you frost over them into a flame strike cone of cold, and I'm pretty sure to be able to get that cone of cold off on them is spell batching. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, you're right, and I think so and far that's where what I see right in PTR Huge like damage. early on when they when they did that first release on the PTR of the spell batching change. It seems to be that you do get some benefit, you do get some crits from that okay. spell batching, but it's not doing 100% anymore. It's like right. something below 50%, I think. It's going to be such a weird thing, not like being able to spell batch anymore. Like, uh, but that right. might get tweaked up or down. It's hard to say yeah. where it's sitting at right and now. On top, on top of the, that kind of stuff, uh, the, the leeway mechanic, is that is that something that is gone on TBC as well? Am I correct? I'm not sure they mentioned that. I'm not sure. Well, I, I, I mean, back when I played TBC, I like from what I remember that that wasn't a thing. Like I wasn't able to cone cold someone like a mile away from me. Well, you know what I mean? By I believe by using that, you know, part of that, that mechanic. I believe part of that is spell batching. I think they work hand in hand. Yeah. Okay. Um. Interesting. I know it's just it's kind of crazy, you know, to be able to to jump or in strafe and just kind of cold someone like literally way further away than you're supposed to. So it'd be, right. so it'd be I interesting think it's like, to see what says if they're going to, you know, I believe it's a combination of like, it's on the high exactly. Yeah. Think about it. I believe yep. it's a combination of the leeway and the spell batching that gets you. It's where your, mm-hmm. you're like your, your character hitbox is slightly wider because of leeway. And then it's hitting mm-hmm. where you were, you know, up to 400 milliseconds ago because of spell batching. Right. Um, I think. Yeah. So what I'm reading here, number one, consecrate is not affected. It hits all targets. It doesn't matter. Sweet. Um, but what Fuck I am you. reading about Blizzard, it's it's not that it's limited to 10 targets. It's limited to a, an amount of damage. Right, right. Sorry, that's right. So you can have, oh. it, it, let's say, for, this is just an example, but Blizzard can tick for 1,000 damage per tick up to 10 targets. If you add in 20 targets, it's going to half the damage on each target. See what I'm saying? But you're still you're yep. still able to, to attack them all. Yes. Attack you can, them all. You know, all slow of them, will them take all, damage. kind of thing. Yes. But it's just like 
it was a lot of damage it it, and i mean that's and that's that that's the big thing about it to be able to do um that much damage to every single mob well, if you pull 100 and, or 200 mobs right you're you're all hitting them for the right. same amount of damage so, so one, you one could man adjust yes. you could adjust your approach and i've heard some ages talking right. about it like arleas i believe that um you could just rapidly pull instead of doing one big pull and just pull groups of you know 20 or whatever down that yeah. i mean it'll still obviously it's still gonna work but it's not gonna be the most like efficient way like we can in in classic right now doing the merit polls dg of course yeah polls yeah. you know what i mean that's it's why gonna be a lot take more over. time consuming but still possible um from what you're saying right it is my turn to boost get out of here show <laughs> i mean if we're talking about anyone's boosting or uh, you know doing someone to talk about or parsing whatever yeah. But yeah, one thing I wanted to touch on about the prep for TBC too is is that with all the uh, you know with all the changes that we're talking about you know spell batching and all this other stuff that's coming up, one of the things that's uh, coming up too uh, is all the changes to our professions. Uh, obviously, the cap skill cap increases, and three seventy five. We have to uh huh three seven or is it three seven? i think so right i think it's 375 i thought uh, that's what i that's what's like ringing a bell for me 375 something like that so so, yeah yeah. so either way but you know you you're going to want to have like especially for uh leather working you know obviously if you're going to be a skinner and leather worker which a lot of people uh one thing i want to touch on about leather workers is is that almost uh all of the dps are going to want to have well some kind of drum but they are making changes to them. What changes? I still don't know yet. And I don't know how it's going to affect the uh, priority of the drums. But as we know it right now, the leather working drums are still going to be very useful, regardless of the changes that are going to come down the line. Um, just how useful or how much they're going to be diminished. I don't know yet, but uh, that's one of the, uh, you know, one of the, uh, things we're just kind of sitting back and waiting to see what uh blizzard's going to tell us about that but uh like for alchemy alchemy gets a big change too because um once you hit level 68 you're going to be able to do what they call mastery quests for them so you have to choose you can either be like a potions master elixirs master or transmutation master and what that does is whenever you're uh crafting said potions or elixirs or whatever you have your specialization in you will be able to proc extra potions extra elixirs as wow. you're making them okay Ooh, uh, so yeah that's, that's and big, so man. that's huge one of the cool. other what changes that to that too is, is is something called discovery so like whenever you're making your potions you're going to have a chance to learn new recipes some of the what? recipes are only found through discovery Okay, uh, that's the same thing with like uh, black. Some of the blacksmithing that's changed. Blacksmithing is coming up. It's called discovery. Uh, as you're crafting pieces, uh, you will discover new recipes. Uh, same thing, you know, like I was saying for alchemy. Uh, cauldrons become a big thing. So what a cauldron is is uh, it's a recipe that's only learned through discovery, but it can be a cauldron of any of the major protection types. Right. So what this does is it produces 25 greater protection potions of that kind for the entire raid. So we drop basically a cauldron. Everybody clicks on it and they get a major protection potion out of it. That can be of fire, of nature protection, of, you know, of, uh, you know, whatever, ice, whatever, you know. So it's just like that's uh, something that you can only get. 
by crafting potions over and over again, crafting elixirs over and over again, you know? So it, what it, what TBC kind of does with professions is it makes you want to go out and get your materials more, farm more materials so you can craft, so you can find these hard to get recipes, these super beneficial recipes like cauldrons and stuff like that uh, for, excuse me, for that. And also one of the biggest things is, is like one of the pains in the butt about alchemy right now is, is that, well, you need a leaded vial for this, an empty vial for this, you know, you know, Susan B. Anthony's freaking glass vial to make this potion. Well, in TBC, you just need one vial as a crystal vial to make any and every potion. So, and elixir, so on. So it kind of gets rid of the, uh, the, uh, you know, carrying around and, excess you know taking up a bag space especially if you tend to carry a few around like i do uh so those are some of the the major changes coming to to the alchemy class or a profession anyways but uh, like uh, i got cooking too right the feasts that's a big one so Mm -hmm. yeah so there's gonna be fishing and and cooking up uh you know it's gonna mm -hmm. be a big one fishing and cooking are kind of gonna go hand in hand even more so than they did in classic because in classic you could kind of level up your cooking by some of the fishing stuff but then really you didn't really use a lot of it until like you didn't use a lot of the fish actually until the very end where you could get like night fin and night fin and all yeah, those kind of things one. out of it so but now with tbc you're going to need a little bit of each of the fish in the different zones to make these feasts right so that it kind of puts like a kind of makes it all the fish worthwhile you know some some still more than others because you can still make certain other foods that aren't feast related by you know just like some of the other fish or some of the other meat so they still have you know like a hierarchy so to say of like which one is the best and so on and so forth but all of them become useful you know what i'm saying so and uh Feast are are going to be an edible that the entire raid can right, eat, and it's going to produce a stat based on their class. Okay, <clears throat> or I think I think it's based on their class, or it may be uh, that you can make one, and it's just I it think, does certain uh, things. It's just like a set thing it does, but it's beneficial. It could be. to be. I, I don't I actually don't remember on that one. Right. Yeah, I, I can't remember when yeah. they changed it because I know nowadays in retail, I think if you mm-hmm. put a certain feast down, I think it's called like a palatable feast i think you can make and it gives like just a certain stat based on your class i don't know if it's like that oh, TBC ideal, yeah. or if it's a certain i yeah, think it's dude, like actually, certain stats that are set but either that's way so good. that comes into play too and of course you have to have the fishing to get the skill to i mean to fish up the certain fish that you need to make these feasts and also the cooking skill to make them mm-hmm. so it, it's uh and those feasts are, are are really amazing especially you know to and to bring the raids and everything like that, you know, and just in case oh, dude, somebody has forgotten, whatever, <laughs> you can literally provide the protection potions, the, the, you know, and the food buffs just based off of, you know, two people or even one person. I doubt I'm one be person would have both these professions. Dude, but yeah, I know I'm going plan. to. It's a big quality yeah, of life it's thing, just, You know, you know what I'm saying, though? It's just like. You will have everything at your disposal as long as you have a dedicated raid group. And they make it so that dedicated raid groups, I feel like they made a lot of these changes so that the dedicated raid groups can make real progress real quickly Be instead of having to wait for, you know, everyone to catch up. They can literally right. 
the leads of the guild and officers and things like that can literally pump these things out. You know, they're, they're better players can pump these things out to get everybody caught up and we just going as quick as possible. Yeah, the small other little thing too um, that was brought to the mages, which is a beautiful thing, is the mage table. Um, yeah, you don't have absolutely. to. You don't have to cry to your your vendor vending machine <laughs> anymore. You know, they the just. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, a little bit, but I mean, they can just like cast that table, and everyone just you know. Actually, I prefer. That's great. And I think um don't the priests get the healing well in that one as well, or my. I mean, they have it in classic too. The light. Yeah, but now it's just buns. This is light well. They have that in classic. Yeah, is that an actual thing? Just talent. nobody yep. gets it. Just nobody, yeah, nobody gets, just gets it. At the yeah. point. I don't know why I didn't. Raymond, I never see I mean, it. Even that's in, why. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Even it's in TBC, cool I, I don't know. I never really like. I mained a priest through most of TBC. I started out warrior, but I mean through the raids, I pretty much mained mm-hmm. my priest. And um, I want to. I want to say for the first. Well, no, I want to say I played a holy priest all the way through in TBC the first time through. And uh, I think I only ever specced in the light well once, and I think it was just to see how it would do. I think I went to it with a Hygel into a Hygel raid with it one time with my guild, hmm. and uh, I don't know. I don't remember it being all that impressive, but I think I remember Is it? my raid lead thought it was fairly impressive. Maybe he knew more than I did at the time because he ended up making a couple of us priests take it just so we could click it or whatever so it would heal us so, over time so so sorry to interrupt you is that is that something you can use in combat or yeah, yes or, combat so you no i think we had to cast it out of combat out of combat yeah but then but then like once you you know get into a fight or whatever get in combat you are still capable of, of going to that clicking it yeah mm-hmm. and clicking it yeah i mean that can be so i don't know maybe I mean, you could cast like it one in priest on it because i feel like you must be able to kind of crazy cool yeah i, I feel know, like you could have cast right? it in combat though like, it's worth I, it's I worth in my opinion having one one priest instead of however many have you know, it's an interesting thought well uh I mean, I think we could probably go on about TBC in preparation for a long time. We have many more episodes to dedicate to that. But I do want to transition us into our next segment, which is a little more fun, a little less serious. But, you know, Retail WoW has a lot of classes in it. Uh, You know, Classic has so many classes in it. But I want to talk about or envision some classes that don't exist. What do we want to see or what would be really cool to try out? Because... There's all these other games we play with all these different things. What would be cool to bring into WoW that would bring good balance to, let's say, like Classic or Retail in in this instance? So just off the top of your head, if you've done a little research, great job. Um, What would you like to see? So I think what Retail most lacks, actually, if you look at what they've come up with already, it's all like melees. So I think the most likely next thing to see out of Retail is like a ranged or like a magic user. Something like that. Kind of like a, um, it seemed for me, like, I think like maybe like a, you know, I hate to, you know, quote like Final Fantasy right now, but like a, like a red mage kind of thing. Like imagine being mage? able to, oh, to, yeah. to um, have, you know, aspects of all schools, you know, arcane, mm-hmm. fire, frost, and healing spells. I yeah. think that'd be like a really neat thing, you know. Yeah, I think it uh, kind of interesting. Just a, you know, of, like uh, you know, it'd be crazy cool. It'd be weird. Like I, a, I don't know. I don't know how they like they work that in, but you know, it's it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, red mage. So you have like the mage. So the mage in classic is what frost and fire and arcane focused. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a red mage would just have 
a different type of magic you know maybe like 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 lightning dude that like that is something i think a mage lacks like they should have like a whole other even like just keeping the mage and having giving them like another element like lightning that'd be pretty cool but i mean then you have the shaman right so you know what i mean so the uh something i was thinking about since y'all was talking about that uh like how the next one should probably be like a range or a mage of some type. I was kind of, <laughs> when we had told just we were doing this. So the, what I thought about was something like a, uh, was something like that, a, uh, a ranged, ranged like a caster who was uh, focused on a different type of magic and also with a little bit of crowd control put into them. So it would be something like a mentalist is what I was thinking. Ooh, uh, somebody that uses psychic and void energy Nasty. to damage and crowd control the enemy. Yes. Uh, some of their attacks would be something like void blast, be similar to like the uh, shadow priest's uh, mind blast ability, where it does a, a tremendous amount of uh, a void damage uh, up front with a chance to crit. Uh, something like a void uh, called void craze. It would be a dot similar to corruption that uh, also would have a, a stacking debuff that would apply to it that increased uh, void damage taken for the duration as well, stacking up to five times. Uh, a void ray, something like a mind flay, uh, except it would have uh, obviously it wouldn't be shadow damage, it'd be void energy or void damage, and it would also. Uh, apply or keep that uh that uh debuff from the void craze applied while uh boosting the damage from the void ray uh then last would be something like a zone a void zone uh similar like to what every uh (laughs) like almost seems like every boss does nowadays but uh, it would throw a zone (laughs) some uh, it would like focus (laughs) as void energy zone similar to like blizzard same kind of cast time it's a channeled spell that right. instead of like blizzard falling from the sky, it would be like void energy erupting from a black hole in the earth. Um, so that would be some of its damaging abilities. Then its crowd control would be like a uh, mind hold, like it silences the target for a certain amount of time. Uh, nightmares is basically like a fear in place that also silences the target. And uh, like, that's kind of about all I got through. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, did for you, today, did you, did you very right interesting, is, though. Is, I like that. Is, their talent trees too. Holy shit, man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. I like the uh, you know. I mean, I I mean, I would have. I just didn't have. I didn't you know really have enough time to really prep it. So it was like this is what I thought of, kind of like just on the fly. But I, yeah, I always I was agreeing with like with Plant's ideas. Like I, yeah. I really think that there should be the next step should be uh, something of a of a, a range character, preferably a magic user. I am a little partial. Yeah, to for retail at least. Yeah, for, mm-hmm. for, for retail at least. But this is the yeah, absolutely. This is this is something I would like to see, or at least something similar, you know, uh with a new type of magic like. that uh mm-hmm. introduces a new type of play. You know, like just you know, it's not something that has been done before. It's not like another nature spell, it's not another fire spell. You know, it's it's taken a little bit of what they've already got in the game. So they already have the the material and and, and the uh the actual uh damage type to put into play now it would just be a matter of them putting into play for care for players, you know? And I, I think that was, I think it could be like a realistic option yeah, uh, yeah for no, them to go good. forward. With. I like that. that it's got to be cool. marketable too, right? They got to, mm-hmm. this is going to, they're going to be on the cover of their next expansion. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like one of the suggestions I've heard before is like a bird. 
and like a bar would be interesting, but okay. how marketable is that? Yeah, so cool. I hear you there. Like I'm, I'm kind of thinking the same thing for me. You know, we have like, you have your range, you have the hunter, the bone stuff, but I was kind of thinking like, why not throw like, mm, like something like a melee range kind of idea where like a weapon thrower kind of idea, something so, along the lines of that. Similarly, I had an idea. Cool, Cause you like have the like rogue who can throw daggers and stuff like that. What like, be kind of crazy. Isn't that similar to Amazon from uh, D two? Well, I mean, yeah, you can something, go, you can go along the path, lines. yeah, sure, but just something like that would be neat. So now we're talking about like a ranged melee, then, right? Yeah, where you Perhaps can you can specialize. Physical. You know, you have your three different specializations, whatever, and one of them could be, you know, I'm thinking like a spear kind of guy, whatever it is, maybe like a lancer idea that'd be kind of cool. Um, where you can specialize into, you know, range if you want to like throw some spears or whatever it is, or melee up in front of you, or yeah, you could be interesting. Be able to be able to jump and just get yourself out of combat for a minute, and then come down and do some like crazy damage all of a sudden. That'd be sounds kind of like a kind of like a swashbuckler class. You know, they're they're um, they're kind of skilled in almost every weapon that they pick up. They have some kind of Mm -hmm. affinity for it. You know, they've, they've used it or whatever, but they also use their, their, their agility and their guile to get in and out of, uh, sticky situations. And sometimes right. can really be a benefit for, uh, you know, the entire party just because of the, the utility and the quickness that they bring a uh, pirate new class confirmed pirate. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe not, maybe not pirate for PC reasons, but you know, swashbuckler has its nice little term, you know? Uh, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, now, I know, I'd buy the pirate expansion. <laughs> I mean, I um, would too, but so, but now I'm kind of curious, like we've been playing classic for over a year. Like what, what would be something simple that could have easily been slotted into classic? A rogue tank. Not, no, not necessarily a rogue <laughs> tank, but like I know you could add a shield. Hi, to rogue Brath, give give, uh, give a rogue a shield, please. Uh, yeah, but like what? Brath. If you could add one class to classic that doesn't already exist, like not like a Ooh, you know like a, a monk or something, no, something Ooh. that would be because from to Holy an extent, crap, dude, that's it. To an extent, like you know, like the classic abilities are pretty straightforward. It's not overly complicated it's more, very customizable but the classes are pretty straightforward like your yeah. damage rotations are kind of simple you know um like what could you filter in that would have been like a pure utility class or something Ab- that's just different absolutely i got you there and that's where mm-hmm. i think that the bard would have been best slot in this case oh here it is i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why okay Not so like with this. the current setup the way it is a lot of these things revolve around regenerating hit points regenerating mana while in combat and things like that well that's where exactly where the bard could have came into play for this right so they're what they are is another range utility class that comes in and they offer a different variety of songs some of them we can call it you know, we will we, we'll be simplistic with it. So Song of Vitality increases um, the the party members hit points by a certain number. Obviously, it has different ranks, the, you know, higher level the bard gets, the more hit points that this gives off similar to kind of like the imp, right? Well, this will also provide uh, HP five regeneration. Now, while casting this, the bard can do nothing else. You see what I'm saying? So this is a constantly channeled spell. He's a pure utility class. But let's say, and obviously hit points and everything are great, and everybody could use that, but what mana users really want is their mana back, right? So they will also have a spell that can do this thing. We'll call it, um, you know, Song of Refreshment, okay? So what it does is it replenishes 
the mana casters mana pool while simultaneously increasing their max mana pool for as long as the song is played, stacking up to, oh, say, 10 times. So let's say it gives 50 mana per stack. So you get an extra 500 mana max while regaining 15, 10 MP5 per 5 as long as the song's playing. That is a super useful utility class, you know? And that's just a few of the things I could think of. You could also throw in, you know, uh, a battle cry song. You know, they bang some drums around. The bar pulls out some drums, starts banging the drums around, and now it's like adding attack power or attack speed to, you know, our melee groups. Or, you know, vice versa. If they're in a mage group, so, then they're increasing their damage and their casting speed, you know? It's like, what do you that think would be about, what like, I would think would work. Right, for, so what do you think about, like, like class specialization for them yeah you gotta imagine you know the I mean? talent like, trees right so so i mean but i mean I, I like what he's saying right so i mean like maybe one specialization for the barb is more dedicated to melee maybe the other one's more dedicated to right they'll usually casters and the other one's more dedicated to yeah sure maybe like for a, maybe a actually doing doing their own damage or, too right or doing sure, their own yeah. damage as well like that's that's a like really the swashbuckler type class. maybe we were just talking i like about. that that's really neat well, they, so, also, you, know, you could sing debuffs on this. I was, yeah, I was going to say Yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's okay. plenty of things to expand mm-hmm. on. I mean, the, I mean, I just think that because the Bard is such a pivotal, <clears throat> pivotal class in almost every game uh, since the invention of D&D, classic, classic you know RPG, what I'm saying? Right? Like, yep. since Chainmail days, like, Bard has been a part of the MMORPG or just an RPG experience to begin with. Like, you always, I mean, they've made games out of it you know uh, just dedicated to just what bards do songs everything all of the lore and everything is always told to you by what a bard so i think that bard should have been one of the either the original classes in the game or the very first expansion class Um, Mm -hmm. because it seems like with tbc that would have been the perfect almost the perfect time to introduce bards maybe even wrath would have been the perfect time to introduce bards. I mean, obviously the death Knight was, was coming in wrath due to the Lich King. And that's, I mean, that just goes hand in hand, but maybe mm-hmm. the bard could have been introduced in TBC. Cause I mean, yeah, we did get cross faction, you know, shaman paladins now. And, uh, but at the same time, I feel yeah, like a new class. Yeah. I feel I, like, like bard you know, could have fit, fit in there. really well there. Yep. And it could have been, and it could have been the same concept that they use for Mr. Pandera, where they introduced the pandas and they allowed them to go either hoard or Alliance. I think that bards mm-hmm. are on both sides as well. So like yeah, it could have been Absolutely. either, it would have been a playable class, you know, for both. I mean, I could definitely, picture myself running up riding up into let's say undercity uh and then right outside of the now you know war-torn gates or whatever there's an undead bard sitting there with a straw hat and a, and a weed out his mouth playing on a banjo <laughs> for tips like i could see this i could see this you know so that would be great <laughs> it would be like- it, not only would it bring entertainment value you know to to an already fun game I think it would really just like it would bring so much utility to a game that, you know, really could have used some more utility. 
Well, there's Sorry, a lot you're of you're starting play. to sell me. There's a lot of role play value that could <laughs> that could have came from a bard, you know. Like I already know that, you know, servers like Deviant Delight do like a uh, what is like a weekly or a monthly like little newspaper thing where they talk about like different uh, different stories from different guilds and different players. Like I think there's a lot of RP value that could have come from the bard, and I kind of agree. It, it it would almost have been a perfect time in Mist of Pandaria because you know you could you start off neutral you don't really care what's going on which faction and then you know once you get out of the main area then that's when you have to decide and a bard is on both sides you know a bard would be able to be on both sides and it would have made a lot of sense to me I think you know yeah. uh, introducing bard in Mist of Pandaria I think that'd be really cool um, and um, like, then yeah, you could like, also play instant, like you know, the, like you're saying, like you could have a bard outside, you know, the gates of Ogremar or outside of Stormwind, you know, doing whatever they're doing with their straw hat. But it would be really cool if they could be in the major city, you know, playing an instrument. Um, you know, like Lord of the Rings Online did a really cool thing with their uh, their bard um, class, where you could actually get a different instrument. And I mean, I remember just messing around with it a little bit when it first came out, and I I learned somewhat how to play you know the star wars theme song <laughs> like it was really cool <laughs> nice. um nice. i i don't Bring know how intrinsic, the ocarina. yeah i don't know how <laughs> like how in depth you can get with uh final fantasy 14's bard but um i've i've heard people playing music uh, as a bard in final fantasy 14 and i think it's really cool yeah. yeah. Well, see, they even go on to like later expansions and stuff where you can get and one of the be- like one of the coolest thing. I think it might be. Is it TBC or is it Wrath? It's either TBC or Wrath. You can get the item. I, I believe it's TBC. Now that I'm thinking about it. Or, I mean Wrath. Now I'm thinking about it. It's um, like uh, what's it called? Sylvanas's music box, I think, or something like that. So, and what it is is whenever you use it, it like summons. Uh, the music from uh, like uh, Sylvanas singing the Sindor Eye song or whatever. It's like a beautiful fucking song. Mm-hmm. Like, I love hearing it, you know, and you can just, it's all like you can use it whenever you want to. And I think that's a cool little item that they put that's into awesome. the game. But I also think that, man, if they had a bard already in the game, imagine if, you know, one of the things that you could do is, you know, learn some of these songs from in the game and then play them, you know, that would be, that so would be cool. cool too. You know, got it down really cool. the final boss. The sound- like, you know, obviously you're not going to be able to play the full five and a half minute soundtrack of it, yeah, you of know, course. but let's say that you could play, you know, 30 seconds of the high note, you know what I'm saying? Of the, of the most recognizable portion of the song. If you yep. could play 30 seconds of that, how much would that enhance your experience? Even just playing this character that doesn't exist yet. Yeah, yeah, and it helped bring. I think it, that would be great. I think it would help bring back the community aspect too. You know, like I feel like a, a lot of the problems with uh, with retail WoW, not not necessarily Shadowlands necessarily, but um, you know, really more issues in my opinion. Ever since you know, I started playing back in WAD. That's kind of when I, I I quit the game after TBC and came back in WAD, and just like all, there's like not really any like community driven aspects, you know, outside of getting a small group of people to go run, you know, the raids. And so like having something, you know, circling back to the bard real quick, you know, having something like that, I think would would kind of bring back the community aspect a little in like in, in a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, you know, the different talent trees, like, and, and usually in a lot of games, like a bard and a dancer go hand in hand. So like oh, you have like your, your singing tree, but then you have your dancing tree and like in raid, like you have oh, uh, somebody who's, who's, who's like, you know, a druid who's a bear dancer and he's dancing as a bear, but it's helping the raid. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
that's crazy. But you know, um, that's really cool. But another uh, kind of off the topic, we have a little more time here. So like, uh, I think a simple class that could be added into TBC that's like really popular in many other games is something like a summoner. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's cool. something I uh, also wanted to kind of touch base on. I mean, we do have the warlock, but I mean, they're not really 100% dedicated to summoning. They are like kind of, but not really. So it'd be kind of hard to make three talent trees for a summoner. Maybe. I disagree. So the, uh, the way I was visioning it was um, like perhaps for like the wizard class that I was mentioning, you could have one of the specs be summoner. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. It's just bad. as a way I mean, to like broaden it, right? And then you know yeah, maybe have arcane and then summoning and then perhaps something else, maybe like, so, like yeah, magic, something like that. I mean, like, like for a single sorry, summoner, if if a summoner had like three different, like if we're going down the TBC route, then he would have three different specs or whatever. Right. Like in the summer, different summoner trees, you could go down like the healing summoning tree. The, oh, it's the, definitely the, doable. Yeah, yeah, you have like your final talent point in the far end of the tree, which summons like a beast or whatever that heals the raid. Yeah, and then down the I mean, dark yeah. tree, you know, it summons a final beast that is big, big dick DPS. You know, like, mm-hmm. like who knows? And like, maybe you could like take over that summon and tree. use him or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that'd yeah, be that's the whole point. Kind of like take cool. Over. Yeah. You have your like a pocket like that. tank. Get in there. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, you could it could be all kinds of different stuff. Like to summon certain stuff, you're almost building stuff up like combo points to execute certain summons. Final summon. I like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that actually. That's actually really neat. Bringing like and then, a combo system for it. So like, you, cool. let's say you, you summon like a big fire guard that pops out, and he only lasts for like what thirty seconds or twenty Baha seconds watch. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're, now we're, now we're starting to talk more like we should be introducing classes to Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy crossover. Everything there. that Al's talking about right now literally reminds me of the Summoner Scholar from Final Fantasy Fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's I mean, where I was going with it. Dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We could sit here and talk about Final Fantasy Tactics and how many jobs they have and how we could probably yep. maybe introduce like, them into intru- uh, introduce some of into, them into uh, Wow, but uh, you know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think for like one thing, I think Final Fantasy Tactics lines up to WoW Classic really well because the classes are straightforward enough. Yes, where like you could you could easily squeeze one in. Absolutely. Um, um, and like, A chemist. You know, like, well, see, chemist sure. chemistry is taken over in WoW because of alchemy. Oh, because sure. alchemy. Yeah, good point. So yeah. to an extent, but you know, but a chemist has. You know all these different abilities, like a chemist in Final Fantasy Tactics can throw potions at people mm-hmm. to heal them. So it's like you know, so you can introduce that as a healer. So when are we that getting that Warcraft? Cool. Uh, when are we getting that Warcraft Final Fantasy crossover? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> could happen, man. It's, it's I mean, there's been rumors for a long time. Now. Man, anything can happen. happen, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> all I would say cool. is like, you know, don't don't talk shit about Final Fantasy Tactics. I'll, I'll eat you. No, no, no. Same, buddy. <laughs> so that that game that holds game. too many memories, man. I hear you, brother. <laughs> I played that game for so long. I love that game. Oh, so yeah, Br- yeah, Chris is in here too. He knows what's up. Yeah, what is it, Plant? Uh, an interesting place to look at for inspiration for uh, new characters for WoW is um, Love Warcraft games. Like what classes they had in that, like Blade Master, and like I don't know if Elementalists were in that and stuff like Elementalists. that. Elementalists, ooh, Geomancer. Kind of, kind of increases the likelihood of it actually being put into the game, right? Because there, there's precedent. Like there was monks in. Warcraft three and stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, I mean uh, 
Darth and Geomancer, just another Geomancer, man. Come on. It just another, popped in my is, head. I was like, holy that's shit, another Geomancer, final, dude. It's another that's Final it. Fantasy Tactics class. <laughs> right? Like, I'm sorry, but like, I just, you know. Look, they right. had wizards too. Guess what? Wizards in Final Fantasy Tactics had lightning, fire, and frost. So well, I, guess, I guess we're all everything. I yeah, guess yeah. we're all quitting WoW to go to Final Fantasy fourteen. So you guys, <laughs> so I wouldn't go as far as that. But I mean, I might go back and play some tactics. Let's just can, say that. Can I turn um, into a bear? Uh, <laughs> oh boy! Um, if you yeah, play guys, Diablo two, you can. Yeah, uh, but we are at the top of the hour. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining today. Another great session, episode two of Gankers Podcast. Thank you to all of our listeners. As always, you can look down below in the episode description to find our links to our Twitter, other social handles, so you can reach out to us. You can soon join the new Gankers Discord to ask us questions, interact with the hosts, and uh, keep this going. Uh, Thank you so much. And it looks like, Darth, do you have a question? Are you raising your hand? Um, yeah, can I go drink some more beer? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> we have a little thing in the recording. Not really. We have a th- uh, you, you're allowed to raise your hand in the recording. It like a little little thing pops up. Every, yeah, guys, thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch you on Friday for episode three. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks that was awesome. for joining in, guys. Thanks for everything. See you later. Bye.